No Jumper, coolest podcast in the world. And today, we got a guy who I seen blowing up on the Street TV YouTube channel for just telling it how it is. Yes, That's how it is. is. Jay Stone, exactly how you doing? How, how you doing, man? Very, very nice to have you in here. But all right, we got to clear this up first. What the fuck are we going to title this? When T-Rail just interviewed a rapper named Jay Stone, who I've previously interviewed as well, from mm-hmm. L.A. Shout out Jay Stone. I know Jay Stone. Same name as you. I know, yeah. How are we going to do this? How are we going to title this? It's going to be very confusing to the audience. Well, my, the end of my name has a Rue on it. So I'm not just J Stone. I'm J Stone Rue. Are you? Are you. Space, are no, you? Just, yeah, J Stone, space, are you. Okay. But they don't do that on street TV, right? I told him what my name was. So. <laughs> <laughs> the way he wrote it, it's not me. But that's not my fault. <laughs> right. I told him my name, Jay Stone Rue. You can write it how you're going to write it. He just wrote Jay Stone. I guess he wanted to put it shorter. What about Stoner from the town? That's my rap name because, okay. like I say, I know Jay Stone. Uh. We was in prison together. Okay. So I knew he was going to use his name before we, we, we feel me? He was already using his name while we was in prison. Uh-huh. So I knew if I got out, I couldn't use Jay Stone. Right. Because I already know Jay Stone and he going to fucking use that <laughs> name. So they're going to already be like, it's another Jay Stone. Like, damn. So I automatically, when I got out of prison, I used Stoner from the town. Mm. But so you got to pick one. But yeah, don't uh, you think you should stick with your rap name when you go to do an interview, even if it's more on some like just having a conversation shit? No, well, if you, yeah, if you're just going to title it, just using my stage now, just use Stoner from the Town, because that's usually what I use, but it's kind of like I got into some situations with my name, mm-hmm. so it's like I really don't like putting the name out there because it's like I got like in a contract with the name and shit and some other shit, so I really don't like putting that name out there. I like using J Stone Rule because that's my name that don't nobody that I still have control over. Okay, yeah, I can see how that'd be confusing. So J Stone Rule, you signed a contract with a record label. I signed a contract with a management label, and they fucked me out of a lot of shit because I didn't know that they signed me to basically a record label contract. How long ago was this? This was like. Uh, about well, four years ago, four or five years ago. Four years ago. Four oh, years ago. Okay. But I was locked into the contract for four years, so I just got out of the contract. Oh, okay. But I still, they still, uh, they was, I was, some of the music was uh, pushed through Empire and shit, so they still got my music. Okay. Because the music was put through Empire. Well, let, let's start at the beginning. Tell us about where you're from and coming up in LA. I'm from Compton. I grew up in, uh, <coughs> I grew up in the projects on uh, Bullish Road. Across the street from Kamaswami before it was Walmart. Uh-huh. I grew up across the street in those apartments right there. So I grew up there until I was like 10. Then I moved to the Lutus Parks on uh, St. Louis Street. Then I moved to uh, Cedar Blocks on Dwight Street. Then I moved to the Carvers. No, I moved to the, the Cedar Blocks back to the Lutus Parks. And then I moved to the fucking uh, Carvers after that. Okay. And uh, what was going on with your parents? So what, what was your, your family like? Well, my dad and my mother, they was married. Uh, since I was uh, when I was when since they got married when I was uh, probably was like three. They got married when I was three. Okay. So they they divorced when I was six. So uh, my dad uh, he ended up leaving. You know, he had to leave the house and stuff. And uh, we was uh, basically they was going through like a little. They was getting into it with each other. So we mm-hmm. wasn't seeing my dad for a long time. So we was like really crying to my mother like we want to see our dad like shit she was getting mad at us like shut the fuck up you see me because <laughs> she was mad at the nigga and shit. she was like but 
um, long story short, well, not long story short, but years years later, um, I was staying with my mom because I couldn't stay with my dad because he was living in his own situations and, and that shit too. But when he got his own place, I went to go stay with him for a little bit. And then he ended up losing ass, so I had to go back with my mother. But me and my mother never really got along, and I was one of her basically problem childs. Oh, really? Yeah. So, so you were problematic from early on? Yeah. In what way? Well, basically, uh, I would fight a lot, and I like, uh, like I was just very destructive. I would want to go break, throw rocks through windows and shit. Go like, we had a game where I lived in the projects, and uh, we used to jump over the walls like vicious pit bulls. We <laughs> jump over there and shit, and then jump back over before they kill you. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that shit. I remember that shit. You know, shit. He was over there too. It's yeah, my cousin. He came over there a couple times. He didn't do it though. He said, nigga, you crazy <laughs> no, as fuck, fuck nigga. No. Said, nigga, it's it a game we playing, nigga. Man. Yeah, they was killers. They would have called us. They would have ate us the fuck man. up. And then people that dogs it was, they'd be mad. Right. Tell us stop doing that. They like, if they fucking catch you, man, you man. fucking stop doing it, they gonna kill you. I'm like, man, shit, we bored, man. You think you were angry? Like when you look at how how much you were acting out at that age? I probably was. That's why I look back on my life. Like I probably was just an angry motherfucker, didn't give a fuck about nothing. Like, you don't give a fuck these dogs bite me. What <laughs> I'm gonna see if they what they gonna do. You know, I'm I mean, down. doing that kind of shit when you're young though is like you and the and the boys just like basically figuring out who's the most badass. You yeah, know, you yeah, gotta yeah, kind of yeah. like even if there ain't nobody rolling through doing something to you, it's like no, nah, we're gonna use these pit bulls to figure out who's at the top of the fucking pyramid of us. That's you know, how we figured it out when I lived there. Well, we were saying who the tough is like, oh yeah, he rough nigga. He was he jumped in the yard <laughs> and he let him damn near come to him before he jumped over the gate. Because right. you know? some niggas jump over and jump back over like ah oh, you scary uh -huh. you gotta stay down until they they start charging towards you then you gotta jump the gate you when'd you move to paru street i never lived on paru street my family lived on paru street mm. my family's from paru street so i used to go over there as a kid but i didn't remember because i was very little but then they moved to village town so i never really been was on paru street with my family so you just went over there with your family and hung out, you know what I'm saying? You no, as a kid, I went over there a couple of times, but I was very small. I was like one or two, three type shit. So I don't remember going over to Pyro Street. So when I was older, got older, like of age, they lived in the village town. So I remember living in the village and getting beat up and all that shit over there and all that, whatever. Man, I used to hear about Pyro's on me and then I actually went to Compton and I'm like, nigga, these niggas got a whole street. Yeah. <laughs> like several streets. Like, we got a power street. We got a power street. We don't got a Hoover Street. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, I didn't know they had a street. I just thought they would just call Power Rules, but yeah. I'm like, this a street. It's crazy. Man. Then the Centennial. I'm like, oh, these niggas got a high school. You know, we we that's how we came red. That's how we sported the red because of Centennial. It's a Centennial. Centennial made us bloods. Yeah, made us red basically. You went we to Centennial. Yeah, I went to Centennial. How the fuck all y'all niggas end up going to one high school? Like I told you, I was my dad was moving around. When he moved to the Carver Parks, that was the school I had to go to. Mm. So I couldn't go to no other school but Centennial. You feel me? Like, that's just homeschool. You got to so go there. you got into gangbanging through school spirit in a way? No, I got... <laughs> Like you took your school spirit colors and transferred that into <laughs> no, a love no, of blood. No, 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 hell no. I oh, started okay. game banging at a, a middle school, it was a continuation school. Oh, okay. I was in seventh grade, and uh, the West Side Power Rules up there pressing the fuck out of niggas and shit. You know, they they obviously pressed me and shit. Pressing. Describe being pressed in this situation. Uh, basically, they're gonna try to fight you, and if they can, they will. You feel me? Most likely, they just gonna fight you, but they're gonna try to punk you in all aspects. You know what I'm saying? Try to degrade you and shit, call you a bitch, talk about your mom, all kind of shit. And, and this is because they want you to join? Basically, yeah. 
that's how I got they got a lot of their members right it's just like they they pressed them so much they, they just just said fuck it I'm be but see I never wanted was one of them persons who would join some niggas who pressed me like that that's what I was thinking I'm like it's got to be kind of weird to go from being I like scared of these West dudes to being Pyro. like all right I'll join yeah I never joined Westside Pyro I joined oh. Fruitown ah, right, right. and then I wasn't even going to join the gang period because I didn't want to be a gangbanger mm. but they was pressing me so much and they did they did good at that nigga. <laughs> they, they was pressing a fucking issue all the time nigga uh-huh. was like every day it was just like damn y'all going it again y'all ain't not gonna leave me alone mm. pressure break all pipes. the time my nigga. It's all the time so when i joined fruit town they left me alone it was like oh okay you from pyro now so, all right leave right. them alone even though i wasn't from they pyro but we all pyros you know so Did that change a lot for you in your life like by joining like does, does everything change or is it kind of more of the it same it did and it didn't because it's kind of made things worse and it kind of made things good at the same time right it was good in a sense because i wasn't getting packed yeah all the time you know, even though i was still getting packed but it was just like just because i'm from fruit town now yeah. <laughs> oh yeah if the crips catch me they're gonna pack me or whoever like we enemies we they're gonna pack me but it wasn't just because i'm just walking down the street like oh yeah just jump this nigga just because he over here mm. yeah so, and then I had niggas I can go get even if I got jumped now. Like, okay, back then I just get jumped and it's just me. Right. You guys just got to go home. Be bummed <laughs> out about it. Yeah, be beat up and shit, go home. And nigga bust my lip and shit, man. Yeah. My eye hurt. You graduated high school? I was going to jail, all kind of shit. I got caught with a gun at 14 and told you. Oh, shit. Well, I said that on the thing I didn't tell you, but I said that on the, uh, the little interview I did with Street and Street TV. Right. I got caught with a gun at 14. So that basically fucked up any going to type of good shit in high school after that, because they wouldn't even want me to go back there on them anyway. They went, hell no, you can't come back here. Just because you got a gun charge, they don't even want you to come back? You are known for, first of all, they probably didn't know I already had the gun up there all the time. (laughs) And they probably, they already was suspicious of that anyway, because certain police and other kids would tell them, this nigga got a gun up here. But they never could catch me because every time they try to catch me, I get on. I was a escape artist, so they were like, "Man, we can never catch you." And if they do catch me, I don't have it on me because I knew to put it up, and I knew they was gonna try to catch me. Because you didn't feel like you needed to in school, but it was just like no, walking I home. I did. I, when I went there and I didn't have it, and I I got into it with some niggas, and I seen how many guns niggas produced. I said, "Nigga, I will never come to the school again without a gun." These wow. it was so many pistols was pulled out of that gun. I said, "Nigga, this is like East Side High up here." Nigga, these niggas teenagers. At fourteen. These niggas was 14, 15, 16, all teenagers pulling out guns up here. What, what was going on? Having niggas? guns in the locker. Exactly. Man. I'm like, uh-uh. Lockers, I need me a gun. Shit. I can't yeah, be the yeah. only nigga up here scared. Like, oh, no, I hope you don't shoot me. First I hope you don't dead. shoot me. We cool. You, we cool. Are you cool? No. I need to be a nigga with a gun, too. Like, nigga, I'm going to start shooting, too. Uh, nothing oh. to have me scared just sitting over here. I didn't came up here. We all gangbangers, so. Right. So you feel like oh, there, there was a shitload of kids you went to high school with the right guns left? Not a shitload, but it was a lot, a lot of kids. It probably was like, I at least knew like 10 people that had guns up there, right. including me. It wasn't going wow. to be no nigga coming up there with no school shooting. <laughs> no, no, nobody had you a school shooting. You'd be a hero. Nobody, <laughs> no. Wasn't, student stuff. wasn't nobody. That was crazy. Yeah, That's what I was going to say, too. These people that like, like white people known for school shootings, black people, we have guns at school, but we don't go up there to shoot. 
the school up. Mm-hmm. Is if we get into it with each other, then, then we start shooting at the school. But other than that, if we don't get into each other. But we when they that. say like, oh, there was this many school shootings this year, it definitely includes like a time where two young dudes just get in an argument with each other and somebody shoots did. them, which yeah, is yeah, like, yeah. it's kind of like way different than a dude being like, oh, I'm a Nazi. I'm going to go kill 15 kids. Mm-hmm. Some wild shit. Yeah, That's yeah. some other shit and deserves to be examined separately from that, you yeah, know? Yeah. yeah. Damn. But I always think about that when, like, they talk about, you know, changing the gun laws and gun reform and everything. And I'm like, bro, I know people of all walks of life who keep it on them no matter what, despite the craziest consequences, including young kids, women, etc. If you really think you're going to be able to change the gun laws, that motherfuckers are going to stop having guns. This, the all, laws are already pretty strict. You're not going to stop the good people from having guns. You're not going to stop the bad people from having guns. You're only stopping the good people from having guns. So right. now you want all the bad guys to be armed. That's what you're saying. Right. Which is just a worse yeah, scenario what you for want. sure. You don't yeah, want yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, where where you from, nigga? It's not a lot of. I don't really, really, rarely see like a blood on blood. But where you from, nigga? You you know what I'm saying? It's a lot of tension. You know what I'm saying? You gotta, you got the niggas over here that's got, that's a lot of have a lot of tension. But they also have a lot of talent coming out of, you know what I'm saying? A treetop over there, like it's a whole bunch of shit going on. Like and you rapping, you in the whole little industry and all of that shit. Like how do motherfuckers like? Like, how do you conduct yourself when you see niggas? Because you got to see them niggas a lot. So how do you conduct yourself when you see these niggas? You feel me? Well, when I see them, if I do see them, if they not on that, I'm not on that. Yeah. But if they on that, then I can get right on that. But that's all I just want to be understood. Like, I'm a nigga, you know what I'm saying? So if you want me to turn the switch on you, I can't flip the switch on you and turn into another motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? But if you want me to just remain the person I am and we conduct business, then we can do that. Yeah, so, you, so you've so grown a lot to where it's like, you know what, I can't conduct business out I've here. I've been in prison. I had niggas in my cell from Treetop. Yeah. Okay? I'm <laughs> saying, It's not really about no gang shit, nigga. It's about, nigga, if you disrespect me, then I'm going to fuck you up. If you cool, then I'm cool. I won't disrespect you if you don't disrespect me. That's one of the biggest things. It's like dudes go to prison, realize that the world is a lot different than just their neighborhood. Once and then, you go to prison, you can realize yeah. everything. And I and I, I kind of wish a lot of people would go to prison, not trying to say hope niggas go to prison. But that's where niggas open your fucking eyes. It's like, nigga, you finna be this nigga friend. This nigga you was trying to knock down this whole time. You have to be his fucking friend. And it's finna piss you the fuck off. Like, why? Mm. If you don't, they finna stab the fuck out you. <laughs> but that's what I expressed when I did ODM Slim. Um, Which interview. I watched last night. Amazing yeah. interview. Thank you. And and I expressed, like, we got a poli- politic. Like, we on a third, you know what I'm saying, a three yard and a four yard. Because if a, if a nigga getting out of hand and we feel like it's going to bring tension to the whole shit, it's like, all right, let's have a meeting about it. And then, then if niggas not fucking with it, we're going we gonna to go up on this nigga. It's, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's, we really that's don't want to do that. That's real. You know that's what I'm saying? Real, that's so, exactly. They so don't want to. That's yeah. real shit. And niggas really, yeah. And niggas really got to have that, that frame of mind to where mm-hmm. we politicking like that to where you, we trying to get money. Especially you know what I'm saying? Money, especially yeah. when you get money. We got to get money. Yeah, we on yeah. the internet. We trying, you know what I'm saying? Niggas mm-hmm. is doing this and that and the other. But we see one, you know what I'm saying? Nigga out here doing some bullshit. We got to check it. Check it. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah then it. I'm gonna go to your homie. I'm gonna go to your OG homie, whoever running the fucking yard that day, or you know what I'm saying, whoever running it. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna go holler at him. We gonna see what it do. And if niggas don't want to do it up, then it's like you either stabbing your shit up or shooting your shit up. It's either one, nigga. What we doing? And niggas really want to stop because way. yeah, niggas be wanting to stop that, it. I said if they really wanted to stop it, they could. Because oh, all you God. gotta do is pull that same shit y'all do in the pen on the streets. That's it. Facts. Yep. Yeah. If you can do it in prison. Yeah, you can do it anyway. Really and I asked Big U the same shit. I said, "Why, why we don't do that?" And he was like, "It's just not that easy." And I, I mean, it's no probably structure. on the street, it's no structure. No on the structure street. at all. It's no First of all, it no. is easy because if you don't listen on the streets, right, you gonna go to prison. Hmm. Oh yeah, for sure. So they gonna get you when you go to prison. So it ain't like you running from nothing. So if you don't listen out here, you think you just gonna go to prison and be good? No, nigga, you gonna go to prison and get got. Because when I was watching you and Slim, I was thinking like to a young kid who's from Hoover or whose neighborhood, whatever, them seeing you and him having a conversation, that could even, like, to a young kid, kind of, like, at least leave them with the impression of, like, all right, maybe it's not that serious. Maybe I could actually not have to be this angry towards this group of people or feel like I have to show and prove necessarily, you know? Like, just through you doing multiple interviews like that and people being able to sit down together, I think that that is pushing the overall (laughs) culture of L.A. in the right direction, you know? It could have an an impact over time. That's like me being in a cell with, like, my ultimate enemy. Like, I knew you killed my friend. Mm -hmm. One of your homies killed my best friend. Like, I'm, like, tatted on my hand. Like, I should get you right now. You know what I'm saying? But it's just, like, we can't have that conversation. Motherfuckers can sit down, be respectful, and do the thing. So... That that should be like I hope it is a big learning lesson, or I hope it motivates somebody to be like, yeah. But I really don't have, think yeah. a lot of people don't see it until they go to jail. Like you can tell the people all you want on the streets, they just whatever, nigga. If they on these drugs, mm-hmm. when you go to jail, you ain't got no drugs. Yeah. You got to pay for drugs. You know what I'm saying? And you drugs cost in there. You know that shit. Big money. Drugs gonna hit you. You know what I'm saying? Damn, nigga, I gotta pay all this to get here. You want? And then it's gonna be a little bit, nigga, for all that money. That's <laughs> all you give me. Yeah, yeah. man. Hey. You had that experience in there? You invested and were let I down? I wasn't getting high in there until I got money. When I didn't have no money, I wasn't getting high. Until I started, my, my grandpa started trucking and shit, and he was sending me money. That's when I started buying weed and shit. Right. Do you, like, when you were talking about how angry you were as a kid, once you started gangbanging, did you kind of convert that anger into just trying to show out and be the, the biggest gang member you could or whatever? You have that phase in your life? Okay, well, look, so I, I did that. I did some of that, and then I was trying to do sports, too, because I was good in sports. So I was, like, straddling the fence, like, trying to do sports, trying to do football, basketball, wherever I could play at the time and shit, and then gangbanging and shit. But when I gangbang, I gangbang hard. So a lot of niggas didn't mind me doing both. They was like, shit, when he come back and gangbang, shit, he a full-fledged motherfucker. So <laughs> that he ain't going to do what he going to do. When he come back, nigga, he going to do all the bullshit we need him to do. <laughs> so shit, yeah, that's basically what I was doing. When, when did the sports leave the picture, though? Well, I, I fucked up a lot of shit being a gangbanger and uh, being because gangbanger like I can't tell on people and shit. So I was uh, had this little I was playing basketball at this high school I went to uh, called Valverde in Paris. I like how he doesn't say he won't tell. He says he can't tell. Mm. Yeah, I it's can't tell. It. No, it's impossible. Can't yeah, yeah. Mm. Not, not to say I, 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 I not to say I would have told you know at that time, but I probably would have you know for my career at that time. Like nigga, nah, nigga, I'm about to do shit. You know what I'm saying? But since I was a gangbanger, I was like nigga, that's against all codes. I can't do that. Period. So, Wait, so what happened? Some specific situation? Some shit, uh, nigga robbed a nigga, wore my jacket because I gave him my jacket. 
but I didn't know he robbed a nigga. He had gave it to me after he robbed a nigga and got on. Mm. And I was I took my jacket back because he was like, oh, here's your jacket. And he got on. So I took my jacket and I was walking off. And I was walking up, walking up this street. And then uh, about like 10, 10 minutes later, I see the police car flying up the street. Oh. And then my little brother, he was with me. He ran. Cause I guess he was with the nigga when the nigga robbed the nigga. So he, he can't see the car coming. He broke. And then he telling me to run. So I'm like, why? <laughs> you feel me? I'm not going to run if I didn't do shit. I'm like, nigga, what the fuck? I don't feel like running for nothing. You feel me? We not in Compton neither. Like, if this was Compton, I would have broke because I know they just want to stop me for nothing. So I'm like, yeah, it's on you. this in Reno Valley and shit. I'm like, nigga, they ain't finna fuck with me. Nigga, they finna go to somebody else. Nigga, I ain't finna yeah. start running for nothing. That motherfucker pulled right up on me, pulled a pistol on me. Man, get your ass on the ground. <laughs> Oh, are you? He said, get on the floor. And to get on my knees and shit. <laughs> Handcuff me and shit. Put me in the mm. car. And you, so you can't. What were you able to say? Because you can't say. All I said I was, I didn't do it. Dude. That's all I couldn't mm. say. I didn't do it, nigga. Who did it? I don't know, nigga. But I did, it wasn't me. Right. And I tell him, ask that nigga, was it me? He know it wasn't me. Tell him it wasn't me. He was like, it was you. The nigga, other nigga said it was me. I'm like, wow. You think uh, he, that jacket gave you up. That you think jacket. he really thought it was you? or He seen my jacket. That jacket. Mm -hmm. that jacket. You know, that jacket. all black niggas look alike. He yeah, said, nah, yeah. he got that jacket on. That That's jacket. him. Damn. That's him, nigga. I'm like, wow. That jacket threw a jacket on you. Exactly. <laughs> threw a motherfucking jacket on me. I had to go to jail for that shit. I was still in ju a juvenile. So I went to uh, Riverside Juvenile Hall. And I was in that little max maximum security shit. They had that motherfucker, and I uh, was in there for about like seven months. Uh -huh. They was trying to give me ten years. They ended up just giving me probation. Wow! And let me uh, do like a hell of many hours of community service and shit. Uh -huh. Where'd you do that at? Uh, Riverside, cleaning up Riverside, like the hills and shit, and all that other shit. They make you do shit like that. You can't do some cool shit. Hell no! Nah, they pick what they got <laughs> for you. They, they ain't even give you, let you do nothing. It's like, mm -mm. They want to send you to jail. That's the whole thing they want to do. But I guess they was trying to work with their juveniles out there. Wow. Because he in Compton, I would have been YA, nigga. Mm. Over yeah. with. He, oh, he done. <laughs> <laughs> Youth authority right now. Two years, nigga. <laughs> wow. Okay, so what, what do you do after you get out of there? Uh, after I got out of there, I went back to the same school. Mm. No, I didn't. Hell no, I didn't. I went back to fucking, uh, shit, I just went back to the hood. Shit, I was basically done with basketball and shit, and I went to my mama's house. She was going to put me out. She like, nigga, if you don't get a job or do something, you got to get the fuck out of here. Uh -huh. So I'm like, damn. <laughs> so I knew I, I was going to have to go live in the hood, and I didn't want to go live in the hood because I, I didn't have nowhere to go, so I was going to have to sleep in a car somewhere and all that shit, so I didn't want to do that, so I just had to listen to my mom. So I went uh, went to Compton Community College. Uh -huh. Checked in there, got on the basketball team and shit. And then after that, I went to prison. <laughs> <laughs> but how long? How long did you make it in college before you got? I was doing good in college. Shit, I was on the team and shit. You know, I was putting up a couple good points and shit. But I wasn't starting nothing like that. And they weren't giving me no shine or nothing. They had other niggas that they was fucking with. I had just came, so they weren't really fucking with me like that. Right. But I wasn't really as, as nice as I became after prison anyway. So I see why they wasn't really fucking with me that much anyway. So because I was nice, but I wasn't as nice as I became after getting out of prison. Well, prison just really gave you the time to practice. And yeah, that's better. basically what I was doing in prison. I didn't fuck all that work and I was playing basketball. Uh huh. 
I was probably some jump shot. I was beating that Kobe right, nigga. I was like, yeah, nigga, this yeah. shit gonna be wet as fuck when I get out, nigga. And that's what it was when I hit the streets. They was like, this nigga is wet, nigga. See, they never tell him. Tell him they calling yeah. me Kevin Durant at the Hell party. Yeah. He's Kevin Durant. Who's he's Kevin shit. Durant? Get in, dude. I can tell you, throwing the, <laughs> <laughs> the bitches from way down there. <laughs> like, hey, niggas okay. begging you to be on their team. Exactly. I'm telling you, I'm, that's just practice. You you were like, so would you get picked up for the sending you to prison all that time? Uh, for the attempted murder. Oh. The attempted murder I uh, got, got got called for. They uh they was trying to give me 36 years to life. So can we uh, hear that story for the people who don't know this, this tale? Okay, so I got caught. Uh, I uh, one of my little homies that got killed by the uh, Compton Cribs. I ain't gonna say the hood because they got said mad the last time I said the hood, so I ain't gonna say the hood. But Compton Cribs, right across the street from us and shit. So uh, man, uh, homie was gonna uh, go over there putting work on these niggas and shit. So I told this, first I was gonna go by myself. And then the homie told me, I'ma need somebody because it's, it's other people outside. So he said, you're gonna need another shooter. So I was like, all right. So got this nigga, <laughs> we was going. So first I didn't want to take the nigga, they picked him for me. They was like, hey, you go with him. And I was like, nah. And I told him the other homie, they was like, nah, blood good, he gonna go with you. And I listened to the person who told me to go with him because he was a high ranking member from the hood. Mm -hmm. So I took what he said to he like, okay, if he say you a nigga, then come on. You know what I'm saying? Obviously you showed him something. You feel me? Because I don't think he would have said you was a nigga if he wasn't. Right. So I took him. So as we walking over there, well, first, he didn't know we was going to walk. He thought we was going to take a car. Right. He said, where's the car? Walk, walking <laughs> sounds a little scary. Foot, like, is, walking's kind of slow. And running you know, is pretty fucking see, obvious. Even he, can tell you, even he can tell you, I walk hella fast. Okay. I walk Man. like a fucking race car, you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, nigga, come on. He got them long, he got them long ass legs. I'll be like, slow there, down, nigga. man. We finna, I'm finna get over here and get it on, and we Be gonna on get this back. tippy toe. Exactly. Man. You ever see the speed walking in the Olympics? Man, he can, I know that. That's why I said. I can join that shit. That's why I said, I need to join that shit. So. We walking over there. It's kind of like a little up the street and round the corner type shit. So we walking over there. I'm looking at him. I can see he's scared because I'm like looking at his demeanor. Like, you know what I'm saying? He's, I can see he's kind of frightened and shit. And you're trying to get somebody or a specific person? I'm trying to get anybody Whatever. that's right there. That's from, from Compton Crip. Right. That's, that, that was part of the niggas who killed my little homie. Mm. And I went with my little homie's pistol. The little homie that got killed, he had a gun, but he didn't have it on him that day he got killed. The mm -hmm. other homie had a gun, but he got, got killed and other shit. But he had his his pistol still at the spot. So I took that gun when I went to go do the shit. So we walking up the street, I'm looking at the nigga. The nigga looked hella frightened and shit. So I started pressing him like, bro, nigga, you looking scared than a motherfucker, my nigga. He like, nah, bro, I'm just what you look. And I'm like, nah. If you ain't, if this ain't what you trying to do, you can just go back. So I'm not forcing you to do nothing. If this is not in your heart, go back. He said, nah, I'm ready to do it. So I'm starting getting mad. Like, nigga, I see your bitch ass right here looking scared and shit. <laughs> <laughs> he like, what you talking about? <laughs> we literally arguing on the street, walking up to like fucking, uh, like a nigga and his bitch type shit. I'm arguing with this nigga, motherfucker, nigga, bitch ass motherfucker, you sound like a bitch. What you? He like, nigga, I'm motherfucking G like you. I'm like, nigga, you ain't looking like one, nigga. You need to get your shit together, nigga. He like, nigga, I'm ready to kill somebody. I'm like, nigga. <laughs> 
This is like a fucking movie. Like just them, them walking facts. to do this, having this argument. It's like you're painting such a picture in my head. This minister. So I like to give you the whole picture. That's what I tell you. I want to tell you the whole picture, right? So we fucking arguing and shit, walking up there, and I'm like, nigga, is you ready to do this shit? Because I swear to God, nigga, on me, if you ain't ready to do this shit, then I'm going to hurt you, nigga. He's like, nigga, they killed Tussin, nigga. Nigga, I'm ready to do this shit. So I'm like, he made, he sure he gave me a little stern look when he said that shit. So I'm like, oh, oh okay, okay, you you, you, you acting like you real. Come on, I want to see if you really about this shit. Come on, nigga. So we was walking. We got to the little light and shit. I'm pressing the fucking light, so I'm looking at him and shit. He keeping a little... And gangster look on his face and shit. I'm like, hmm. You know, my impression is like, yeah, all this gangster shit he talk about. I didn't be around a lot of niggas like this anyway, because I didn't been in prison and all this shit. Right. I mean, not prison. At that time, I was in uh, camps and shit. Uh-huh. So I didn't ran into niggas who act like total gangsters, but we total bitches. So I was like, but you're you're giving him shit about being nervous. Are you nervous? You're just like not letting it show. But, I, but yeah, I'm, I'm always nervous. Bro, right. I'm gonna keep it true. I'm gonna You'd keep have it to be a real you. psychopath to not be nervous. Come on, Jesus. man. <laughs> I'm, I'm going in there. I'm he going in there. I'm going in there. But but I'm but I'm ready to do this shit though. You know, even though I'm nervous, I'm ready to go do what I have to do. Right. You 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 showing you nervous, but you don't want to do it. That's mm-hmm. what I'm seeing through you. I'm looking at you. You nervous, but this is not what you want to do. I can see it in you. Like you like ah. Oh. I really don't want to hurt people. Like, <laughs> go back. <laughs> this is not what you want to do. Right. You don't want to hurt gangbangers and shit. So, I get to the light. We cross over. They was supposed to be at this liquor store that they be in front of. That, that you know, nigga said they was standing in front of. So we get by the liquor store. I whip out the gun and shit. Now we looking and I don't see nobody. He quickly said, "Hey, let's go back." I said, nah, fuck that, Like, man. it's no big deal? Like, it's, Yeah, basically. Right. Oh, they're not here. Let's go home. We came to see. They wasn't here. Let's go back. <laughs> I said, nah, fuck that shit. Nah, you can go back. That's why I told him. You can go back. Go back. He said, nah, nah, nah. Where you finna go? I said, nigga, I'm finna go look for these niggas. They over here somewhere. Yeah, they obviously said they were just at this store, so they're not far from that store. So, mm-hmm. nigga, start walking up their street and shit. Uh, the street that, that was owned by the store. I start walking up that street. As I was walking, I seen blue, like a little up the street. Started seeing blue. That's why I said, oh, oh, there they go. <laughs> <laughs> so I tapped him. <laughs> said, look, I'm going to cross the street. You stay on this side of the street, because he had a gun, too. So I told him, you stay on this side of the street, and you shoot from this side of the street, and I'm going to shoot from this side of the street. So he was like, all right, signaled his head. like he what I said. So as I was telling him that, he kept walking and I'm crossing towards the middle of the street shit. So as I'm walking towards the middle of the street, I see one of the dudes come out the apartment. Came out the apartment. Uh, he had like a, he had that hood, he had that hood hat on. That's how I knew he was one of them too. He had that hood hat on. He had a black jacket on and some pants and shit, whatever. I don't know if he had a black jacket on. He had something dark on, but I know he had that hood hat on. Mm-hmm. So he came out the apartments, came out the street, and then he came right in the middle of the street as I was walking in the middle of the street. Because I was finna cross all the way to the other side and go from right there. But since I seen him in the middle of the street, I stayed in the middle of the street. So as I was walking in the middle of the street, as I seen him get in the middle of the street, that's my signal to him. I'm finna get him. He signaled back, okay. So he kept walking up that way, and I kept walking up the middle of the street. So the dude that came out the apartment, he came and he looked at me, but he didn't look at me at first. He came was on his phone because he was at his phone with him. He was typing on his phone. 
And then he came and got in the middle of the street. And then he looked at me. Then he looked back on his phone. But I had a red hoodie on. I didn't want to wear the red hoodie. But that's the, the only hoodie the homie said they had. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because yeah, so. I'm hearing red hoodie. I'm like, man, that doesn't they, they, sound they like a great stupid, idea. Right? Yeah, man, that's fucking retarded, man. That's fucking hella stupid, man. I'm just so. picturing how many cameras there are on different businesses and wherever <laughs> the fuck you are. I mean, I don't know. Jay Stowe don't give a fuck. Damn. Jay Stowe right, like look. the Matrix. I'm starting to get nervous just thinking about like just being in that position, bro. Man, you gotta hey. really just hope for the best. That's what you gotta do, man. <laughs> hey, this is what this is what I'm really doing, my nigga. You hoping for the best? I yeah. hope this go how I planned it. <laughs> yeah. If it don't, <laughs> God have mercy on my soul. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, I see him getting the street. Looked at me. He looked back. I kept walking, trying to get closer because I was gonna whatever he's gonna let me do to him. I was gonna do to him. So, uh, I was kept walking closer. He looked back like seconds later. Like he looked back at his phone for like three, five more seconds. Then he looked back again. Like he remembered what he just seen. Like did I just see a nigga with a red hoodie walking through my hood, nigga? Right. <laughs> so he looked back like that. Like you feel me? So he was just staring at me. So I'm still walking closer. You know what I'm saying? The whole time he's looking at me, I'm getting closer. So he lock, we locking eyes basically, looking in each other's eyes. He turned around and broke. <laughs> when he turned around, tried to run, I took the gun out, and I two-handed the motherfucker, you know, like police. Then I, <laughs> I aimed it and started firing. Pop, 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 fire five shots. Shit, you know what I'm saying? Hit the nigga and all that shit. The gun jam after that, after I fired the five shot. Pop, 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 pop. The motherfucker, clam, clack, clack, clack. So I'm like, oh, I'm trying to jam it. So I'm still supposed to hear gunfire from him. I still supposed to hear because he got a gun too. So now I'm looking like, where's the other gunfire? You feel me? I'm like, what, what the fuck is supposed to be other gunfire? So he he's frozen. He was literally over there, just stuck. Like I can't believe he just did that, bro. Like that's what I seen on his face. Like, right? Like wow. So after that, I ran, <laughs> I ran, ran back the way I came and shit. Ran back up that street and shit. So as I ran towards the street, because I told you I was up the little street, so I had to run all the way back and then run towards the corner. So when I hit the corner, the police was the third car, second car, the third car, but I know they was like a distance back from where I didn't see them when I just hit the corner. Uh -huh. It was probably like the third car. So I turned and I looked. As I was running, I looked, but I already put the gun back in my hoodie, so they didn't see me with a gun out, because I already put the, hoodie, the gun back in my hoodie as I was running back mm. towards that way. So I looked. And I seen the sheriff car, but I thought I was tripping. So as I ran a little bit, I did like the other dude did, like, hold on. <laughs> I know I didn't think I saw it. I thought I looked back. The, the sheriff was putting the gun on the door, like, <laughs> getting his aim ready. So I turned my head back. I heard, pop, 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 pop. They ran on the next street. <laughs> so as I start running, so now it's in my head, they finna kill me. So I'm like, all right, they trying to just murder me now. <laughs> they like, they, they just start shooting at you? No, they can't. <laughs> but, the but the sheriffs don't, don't give sheriffs a fuck. The sheriffs that just murder your ass, hey. Sheriff's yeah, we caught him, he's yeah, dead. <laughs> CHP, LAPD, crash, sheriffs. Man. Sheriffs so, are The sheriffs don't play, they get on your ass. I'm running, too, 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 hella fast and shit, cause now I'm hella scared, like, okay, they trying to kill me. So. It was these big ass bushes up that street. So it was popped in my head, take this gun off you. So if they do kill you, you don't have a gun on you. So your parents could 
probably get some money. You remember? Know I mean? So oh I was like, <laughs> now that's thinking ahead. What oh, I be my mind just be racing. You feel me? So I'm like, all right, okay, I got what y'all trying to do. You feel me? I'm finna do something else. You know what I'm saying? So I took the gun, and as I got to the bushes, I punched my hand in the bushes, so the gun would be all the way in the bushes, so it wouldn't be visible or it wouldn't fall out. So I punched my hand in there and snatched my hand out, made sure the gun was thick in there, and I started running up the street. And as I took like three, four steps up the street, I heard their car like, whoop, whoop, whoop. So now I know they like right behind me. <laughs> so now I started getting on again because I'm thinking they just going to try to kill me because they're not going to try to talk to me. I'm like, <laughs> they already through with that. Right. So I started jumping backyards and shit. I started jumping backyards, man. It was like pit bulls, rock riding, and all kind of yeah, shit. People yeah. backyard and shit. They're trying to bite me and to. shit. Which you had some training for. Yeah. That shit you had yeah. training for. Yeah. <laughs> you started at a young Good age. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. When you, when you learn how, when life, when you, when you, when you go through shit, and all, you're like, damn, I already had training for this shit. I had to get away from y'all. Wow. <laughs> but say I got ran, got away from them, juke guys. They, they was wondering, like, how you juke dogs? You gotta, you gotta, you gotta see it, see it. You gotta see it to believe it. So I juked gang a little. Someone almost got me. I pushed him off me and shit. Jumped over the gate, and I finally jumped in the gate that didn't have no uh, damn dogs and shit. So I felt like safe here. Like, shit, well, I ain't see nothing spot. run up on me right here. So this must be the spot <laughs> I should stay at. Cause every other else I ran through, shit was running up on me. Like, ah, ah. So I was like, uh, uh-uh. uh, stuck right there. So the helicopters was already looking for me and shit. So now they circling and shit. So I start taking off my fucking clothes and shit and all the shit I had on, threw shit this way, threw shit that way, threw shit this I threw shit in every direction, basically. So uh, I had gloves and all kind of shit, took all that shit off, through it. So all I had on left was uh, a white t-shirt, some black basketball shorts, and some white socks. So I, uh, they had a fucking uh, house trash can, uh-huh. pulled the top open. They had like little grass right there. So I took a lot of the grass that I could out, then I jumped in the trash can and put the top back on. I was in there for three hours. <laughs> <laughs> and then they found you or then? They had uh, a dog find me. Uh, they sent two dogs. I know that because I heard them say that. Because I was sitting in a trash can and they was obviously where I was at. Heard the little shit like, check, 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 five, one, five, nine, one, three, man. So they were turning <laughs> the radio down and shit. It was like, we can't find him. We can't find him. It was like, we looked everywhere. And one of them was like, he didn't get out this perimeter. He couldn't have got out this perimeter. We set it way too fast. He didn't get out of here. He's still here. It was like, we sent two dogs. They couldn't find him. So send another one. They, they, conversation was over after that. I didn't hear nothing. So I'm thinking in my head, I didn't beat two already. I'm going to beat three for sure. Right. So I'm going to just sit here till y'all all leave, and then I'm going to go home myself. You know? So, uh, yeah, the third one they sent was Scooby-Doo or some shit. How bad shit. did it stink in there? No, it was grass. It's the grass. Oh, okay, right. So it didn't stink at all. Oh, that's pretty cool. Grass and then the kind right. of the grass probably fucked up the first two dogs. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But they probably took all the grass away when they came and shit and moved it all out of, way, out of the way so the other dog could really come to where I was at. Right. That's what I was thinking because I don't know how they didn't, the other two dogs didn't find me at first because I was like, but the third one they sent, he bumped the trash can because I felt him smack it. Boom. So I'm in there, dead body and shit. Just, he got on and shit. He came back like no less than like 10, 20 seconds later. Came back and tried to pull the whole trash can down. Wow. Yeah. Then they was trying to let him bite me. Right. So they uh <laughs> so they they finally catch me with the trash can, right? So they like, get the fuck out the trash can. Get the fuck out the trash can. So I'm I'm gonna give up, bro. I'm like, all right, look, I'm talking to them like this. So all right, y'all call me. 
I'm, I'm my hands is up. I'm gonna come out. My hands up. Y'all arrest me. Take me to jail. They're like, all right, get out the trash can. Get out now. So I'm like, nigga, I just told y'all I'm finna get out and calm me. You feel me? Slowly. So y'all don't think I got nothing, you know what I'm saying? So y'all can just do y'all job and take me to jail. They're like, all right, get out the trash can. And so I'm trying, something told me, like, you know, just to get out real slow. So as I'm trying to open up the trash can slow to get out, the dog tried to bite my whole fucking face off and shit. He jumped up. I, 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 I fell off down back in the trash can and shit. I'm like, oh, hell no. Nah. I started telling him, shoot the trash can. I said, man, y'all might as well shoot this motherfucker up, man. Shoot it up. Shoot it up now. And like, what? Shoot it up. Niggas, just shoot this shit up. Because y'all not finna just get me mauled by no dog or nothing. Because I'm like, y'all going to take me to jail. Right. Take me to jail if y'all already caught me. It's like y'all don't have to bite, let the dog bite me up and all this stuff. It's like, so when they did move the dog, they clothesline me out the trash can. All of them start saying, "Stop resisting!" As they was beating my ass and shit. About about five or six of them. It was all uh, SRT team, the SWAT team basically. Mm-hmm. So they was all beating my ass in the backyard and shit. Hit me with little billy clubs and shit and all kinds of shit. Punching me, socking me in the face. The one I was banging my head on the floor. <laughs> I'm thinking, what did I do to you? <laughs> but I'm thinking, okay, I did know what I did because I got this nigga out here working all day. You know what I'm saying? He probably wanted to go home to his kids or something. So Yeah. Yeah, that probably was his anger he was taking out on me. Like, I was looking for you for three hours, motherfucker. <laughs> how, how many uh, years do you end up getting for this? Uh, five years will have. Five? Okay. I told you they were trying to give me 36. Right. But I never told nothing. When they call me, I don't know nothing. I don't do nothing. I don't say nothing. I don't know nothing. Whatever y'all got is what y'all got. What happened mm-hmm. to your boy? He started telling immediately. Uh. immediately. So I had to be his friend immediately. When we was in the county jail, some niggas knew because I already told them. So that's why niggas, because they want to do something, so I told them, nigga, leave him alone. Mm-hmm. Nigga, for respect to me, leave him he alone. dangerous. No, not he dangerous. Let me do something to him. I'm like, nigga, let, me get, let us get through with this case and shit so he can't tell on us. Because once you go through a case, you can't go back and tell nobody. They can't use you no more. You're like, so he never yeah. told. No, he did. He wrote a statement. That's why we stayed in jail. I was gonna go home because they didn't have nothing. Yeah. I didn't say nothing. They had nothing. And then the police tried to put too much. They tried to say I shot him, shot three other motherfuckers that was there, start shooting up fucking apartment, all kind of shit. And they was like, the gun he got caught with didn't even have that many bullets. Oh, so <laughs> they, they found that gun. Yeah. Okay. They found it. Oh, I didn't tell you when they found it. I didn't tell you about that part. Oh, wait. Whoa. Man, that shit long. So, when, look, after they caught me and shit, they put me in a motherfucking uh, police car and shit. They had me sitting in the police car. So, they still, they beat my ass some more. They kept asking me, where the fuck the gun? I keep telling them, I didn't have no gun. I don't use guns. I don't know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. They beat me up and thinking that's going to work. They don't know I've been beat up my whole fucking life. So, <laughs> <laughs> you punching me in the back and all this shit is like, ow, <laughs> ow, <laughs> ow. <laughs> Wow, nigga, you gonna sock me in the head like that? Nigga, tell me what I'm, I don't know, man. <laughs> shit, man. So they did their little shit on me. I never told them nothing. So they went and got expected to catch it because they couldn't find shit. They were standing by the motherfucker the whole time. Mm. They were, they was just congregating next to it. They went and got, he literally had the expected gadget cut. That's why I called him expected gadget. What did the boy's statement say? He said everything I did. He said, uh, I went and, uh, we, you know, this is what he said. He said, we went to buy some weed from the front hoods. I mean, damn, I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> he we'll said, edit it for you. Yeah, okay. He said, we should have went and bought some weed from the Compton Crips and shit. So, I don't know why the fuck they believe that. Why the fuck would we go and buy weed from the Compton Crips over there? Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but he said, we went to buy some weed from over there. And when we got over there, I seen somebody I didn't like, and I just pulled out a gun and started shooting. 
He didn't know why I started shooting or nothing. That's what he wrote. Where is he at today? He back out. He don't do. He, uh, I told you he came up to the park and with the homies and shit. He had a little shootout. Really? Yeah. I guess he was mad because he uh, he tried to he he always wanted he wanted to be from the hood, but like you told and shit. And then he's like, just because I protected him, he felt like he didn't snitch because I protected him that time while we was in the county jail. Uh huh. But even though I, I beat him up after that, he thought I was just mad. Like, no, nigga, that was to put you off. That was your put off. When I got you in the PMB, that was so you don't ever come back. You beat him so up in jail? I beat him up in prison. Okay. I couldn't, I, I told you I had to make him my friend until the case was over. Mm. Until we already going to prison and shit, nigga. We already on our way to prison, nigga. We can't go back and, <laughs> yeah, it's, over <laughs> it's over with, nigga. So now I can do what I want to to you. Right. But then he's still coming around. Like, like what is it like for somebody who snitches in that way these days? Because he didn't know I knew he snitched. He mm. thought he was in the clear. Right, that was how I asked because he didn't know that the whole time he didn't know I knew what he did because I never told him I knew you told on me mm. the whole time I was around I never told him nigga I know you snitched nigga I seen your statement I never told him that the whole time I was around y'all both got the same amount of time no he got three years with half and I got five with half yeah you three years for snitching <laughs> exactly <laughs> <laughs> and after I beat out. him up he was on the snitch yard because I was going from uh getting getting my little packages and shit and uh Fucking Delano, and we was walking, and I was seeing like Asians and all that shit playing basketball together. I'm like, I told the homie, what the fuck going on over there? <laughs> Asian basketball, all them playing basketball. I said, nigga, that's a snitch yard, nigga. I said, oh, damn. Then I looked, started looking at the people. I seen a dude. <laughs> that's crazy. When <laughs> he was sitting on the ground, and said, I was like, hey, my nigga. Right. <laughs> What's up, my boy? That that's crazy. But do you feel like everybody stops fucking with a dude like that afterwards, or is it, I don't know, like, how bad is it these days? Man, niggas got their own little shit, man. If niggas really fuck with you like that, he don't care. Yeah. If they really fuck with you like that, they don't care. Man. If they didn't ever fuck with you like that, now they got a problem. Like, nah, nigga, you snitch, bitch ass, nigga, fuck you. Mm. So, so how long was you in jail? You know what I'm saying? To, no matter of fact, who was the first motherfucker that called you in jail and said, hey, man, soldier boy from the set? My, my older <laughs> homie, Puka. And was serious. Nah, he told me, uh, I don't need, I don't You didn't get a vote? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just... You didn't get a vote? <laughs> didn't get a vote. Nah, I not <laughs> He said, nah, nigga. Said, nah, nah. <laughs> yeah, man, he told you from the hood, man, yeah. He told me that nigga from the hood. He told me when I was in town. Yeah, he told me bluff from set. Right. That's hard. If you ask me. That's no, good branding. Because, <laughs> I mean, but motherfuckers be trying to say, you know, because Soldier Boy is Soldier Boy, but Soldier Boy, I'm like, I be telling motherfuckers like, nah. <laughs> Soldier Boy, he. <laughs> do, you, do you know what events led up to Soldier Boy feeling like that was the move? Like, you think anything in particular happened to him? Or? I just think, uh, you know, when artists come to LA, you know, and, you know, a lot of stuff can happen to you if you're not a part of somebody. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's all I think it is. Because people don't say that when they join their shit. Other people are like, yeah, nigga, that's the homie, nigga. Why y'all mad? <laughs> now we got niggas that already, oh, y'all some bitch ass niggas letting them niggas do that. Yeah, oh, but when you wait. got the phone call, was it like, hey, leave blood alone? Or, you know what I'm saying? Hey, you know, just so you know, blood doing this, so you won't have nothing really to say. I mean, I didn't get what you were saying. I mean, because, you know, I mean, because, you know, if you would have got out, you'd be like, Soldier Boy ain't really from, he ain't from the oh, set. But, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So was that phone call like, nah, blood really from, he, we doing the thing. So when you get out, you know. I mean, it's like 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 like, like niggas was telling telling people back then like we we really fuck with our older homies, so we like listen to the older homies, whatever the older homies say, we gonna follow take heed to it, follow yeah. suit with that. 
uh, like they like they stopped a lot of wars like we could have had with other niggas because they said don't because they know our our generation just like they used to be is we don't give a fuck we just go at anybody like nigga let's go up but the older homies you know they're saying hey nigga but then they could tell us when to go you know what i'm saying so but sometimes we if we know they trying to manipulate something we won't listen to it but most of the time they they, they only you know what i'm saying they tell us the right shit so we, oh, we that's it. Because I don't know if you know this, but he was the one who had Tyga out here banging the orange rag for a while. Oh, I know that. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that. <laughs> Why you put that on me, man? The fans watching. The fans watching. Yeah, nigga, they gonna call. They gonna <laughs> reek on me as a G homie. The, yeah. I didn't do shit. That's the homie. That's yeah. it. That's the homie. Nah, I don't know that nigga no more. Yeah, I don't know that didn't work out so well in the long run. I don't know. I mean, oh, shit. He said it work out so well in the long run. I mean, me, they're bro. not in communication now. From what I, I mean, because, yeah, and to, you know, the homie's hand, and then you got the video with the boy going over there, and then he trying to shake one of the homies' hand, and they're like, oh, nigga, what's happening? And then, you know. You weren't there for that video? No, I wasn't there. That's a, that's a classic right there. Man. Yeah, I wasn't there that's for that. That's a classic. That's really Why they classic. do the boy like that when the homie's like, don't No, nah, because, you, the, you, 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 as y'all can see, uh, you know, the soldier boy and Chris Brown was, uh, you know, kind of part of that you know what i'm saying so that's what was really going on right there just like soldier boy chris brown shit and then it was getting over getting to it over a girl or some shit that's really what that was that is a pretty crazy scenario that they both joined this gang later in life and that's then crazy. ended up having this conflict with each other within that that's crazy that's not something that happens too often females stare it all up though mm. yeah basically everything man but it's still the man's fault to even go go along with the shits you know that's what i'm saying it's still, it's still a man fault to, to, to try to press the issue on the shit. I've been around you. Pussy. Yeah. I've been around you niggas for a long time, man. It's, you know what I'm saying? Chill yeah, the You know what I'm saying? I've been around niggas for a long time. Like, and then for, you know, Chris and Soldier to be doing that, I'm like, that's crazy. So, you know what I'm saying? The industry is wild. But see, the <laughs> dudes, you, the niggas you wild. fucking with, you know? Yeah, you know the ones who wrote the wrote the you know wrote that you know what I'm saying put that in there. Bam, bam, bam. But that that is the question though is if you are a rapper who finds himself in a certain level of status and respect and everything and you kind of need some level of protection, would your advice to a, a rapper who finds himself in that position be to like formally publicly join a hood or would it be to just fuck with who you fuck with maybe because they're gonna protect you in certain situations like. Cause that I don't feel like it's that popular for dudes to like start officially claiming something later on these days. But I think once you fuck with any gang, they gonna try to do that anyway. You, I don't think you can't be around no gang if you got certain type of notoriety and they don't want that from you. You know what I'm saying? You don't think that the six nine thing kind of put a little tarnish on that whole idea? It did, but. That was not over there. really. Yeah, that was that's what he was saying. <laughs> over there. We wouldn't let that happen over here because a lot of people wouldn't let. They feel like they wouldn't let them get that deep. Mm. You don't think Six Nine would have found a hood that would have welcomed him in out here if he had just? It wouldn't have been no Compton hoods, no Wise hoods, no LA hoods. It would have had to be in some hoods far out. We had to go to the valley. Not saying nothing about them though, but I'm just saying for for that to to even like happen like that, it wouldn't couldn't have been no. I don't know, man. He was yeah. pretty hot. Like his shit was going crazy. I bet somebody would have been like, he was at you the know top what? Of the world. He was at the top of the world. I mean, I mean, you can never say never, man. Shit, man, it's a lot of shit going on out here, man. It's a lot mm -hmm. of shit, so you really don't know. So it probably could have happened. So yeah, before this, before the snitch allegation thing. Yeah, like, yeah before that. Anybody before probably would have. Oh, yeah, 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 I was saying before the snitch probably, allegation. After the snitch, the no, shit. ain't nobody fucking with him. But before the end, probably gang niggas would fuck with him. I heard, uh, I heard y'all was fucking with him. <laughs> 
I, I'm a high as shit because I remember that halfway through. I'm like, oh, right. <laughs> Niggas was riding with him. I mean, the nigga, I'm like, who you riding with? But that's different like, because he's right. already. He that's like yeah. him partnering for protection in a different place away from home when that's he's already in a game. We understood mm-hmm. that, though. It's Fruit Town Power Remembers. We understood that. Huh. Okay, Man, you power room niggas always got somebody though. You know what I'm saying? We, I told you, power rules are hard recruiters, man. <laughs> yeah, we, we recruit hard, man. <laughs> Come we on, bro. Hard. You Come can on, fuck with it over here. Yeah. But okay, I, w- I always wanted to ask somebody this from where you're from is I fuck with my homie Zach, who does FTP. And every we time, it, we love them clothes. Okay, okay, we you love do, right? that brand. Because every time I That's rock it, brand. somebody asks me, like, yo, what's, what's that? Like, if they don't know what it is, they're like, what's that? I'm like, it's fuck, fuck the police, police, fuck the population. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, whatever. You know, gotta give them a little explanation. Mm-hmm. So you be rocking that shit? You like it? I, I haven't bought it yet, but I, I, I love the brand, though. Mm-hmm. Once I seen it, I was like, I need that. I need that. I need to find a lot of little shit that I like, though, because I don't think I really found nothing, like, that I really, because I'm really, like, I like, like, looking type shit so i seen a lot of regular looking shit but adam they, got the plug yeah, yeah i'm pretty I'll sure that the right exclusive now. shit is better yeah, than, the than the shit i've seen i'm pretty sure but Dude, they just i did, love the brand they just put out a skate video we went to the premiere it's crazy as fuck mm-hmm. yeah i seen that shit look crazy he's doing doing that brand right yeah yeah man support to that brand man support to them man we was at the beach and the yeah, dude put yeah. up an ia remember they had the ftp on Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Nigga, I be seeing people with certain shit that I want, yeah, but I, yeah. I go look for it, I don't see it. <laughs> like, yeah. what I'm surprised y'all ain't yeah. have that already. Huh. That's what I was saying. I feel like, like I kind of feel like they robbed us after I supported them, <laughs> but I was like, I'm gonna still support them. But we didn't do it, you know what I'm saying? They but did it's it funny because it just popped in my head. First, I was like, oh, he should totally use you for a photo shoot, and then I was like, oh, maybe he definitely shouldn't. Because like, if he were, <laughs> you know, like it's like. Make, tie him to it. If you yeah, tie yourself tie in a little, yeah. I, I feel like he would probably want to avoid that. I feel he would fuck with you as a person mm-hmm. for sure. But like, I don't know. That might be. Yeah, just on the gang aspect, no. Even as a person aspect, yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Nah, that should have been hard. That'd be dope. That'd be real dope. So after you, you, you did five years or how much? No, I did two and a half, two okay. and seven months because I did some little shit in there. I was like, you know, drinking pruno and all kinds. Of pruno. <laughs> <laughs> Smoking weed and shit, you know, fight people and shit, you know what I'm saying? So right. I did a little, a little extra time, but I got out two years, seven months. What, what years were those that you were in? Uh, from two, that, like I got left. I went to jail in the end, like December 2010. Okay. And. I got out 2013 uh, August, I think. August, yeah. I'm gonna be real with you for shooting somebody a couple times. That's a fucking bargain. Two and a half years, Jesus. Jesus, it would have better been a bargain. Where I would have went home. Snitching on you. Yeah. Now, so yeah. They, and you had somebody they, didn't, they didn't want to give love. me that bargain because I could have went love. home if he didn't tell. Because mm. they didn't have nothing. Because like I said, they messed up the whole case. They put too much. If they would just put what I did, then I would have actually got the time I deserved. By the time you got sentenced, how long had you already been in there? Uh, I was in there like 10, 11 months. And so you got months. time served too? So Yeah. Damn. That's crazy. Um, After that, what what do you do? Did your life change a bunch after that? Or you just kind of keep going? Um, nah, hell no. I went to jail a couple times after that, man. My baby mama, that's how I call it, DB case and shit. Uh, the DB case, I went to jail. Uh, I, went, I went to jail the first time because... Uh, I went homeless for my baby mama and shit because she didn't have no place to stay. So I went, I had to be in the streets to find her place to stay. So once I found her place to stay, 
I couldn't use that address. Mm-hmm. So my PO was like, if you don't have an address, you going to jail. Because I was on high risk parole. Mm-hmm. So they like, nigga, we need to know where you living at. So she, if I, I didn't give her the address a certain amount of time. They put the uh, warrant out for my arrest. Then uh, me and my baby mama was at the train station. Then she just told the police I had a warrant. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, you got a real problem with getting cinched on, huh? Man. Damn. That's crazy. She's right there. He has a warrant. So I'm thinking they not going to say nothing. Like, man, don't listen to this bitch. <laughs> That's crazy. Though. They said, come here, sir. <laughs> Having a baby mama who told on you is kind of fucked up. Because then it's not like you can just stop it's fucking with like her. almost like you hate You got to keep man. dealing with her. Yeah, no, see, it was crazy. At the time, she was my baby mama. She was my girlfriend. Oh, what? You impregnated a snitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I sure as fuck did. You're a fool. I sure as hell did. So, uh... Yeah, I went to jail for that. Did a ten day flash and shit. Got out. Then me and her got into it years later, uh, uh, over my son again. But this one, me and her wasn't together. She mm. was trying to take my son so she can go get some county money or some shit, whatever the fuck. Right. Uh, uh, I wasn't gonna let her do that. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm like, nigga, this my son. You ain't finna go do no bullshit with my son. Like, cause I was getting the money from the county building to feed him and shit, and I couldn't smoke weed or nothing. Mm. So I'm like, bitch, you trying to take this money and go do what you want to do. Like, bitch, I'm doing what I'm supposed to do with this money. Like, bitch, I could be smoking and drinking all that shit, but I don't do none of that because I got my son. I got to use all this money to feed him and give him clothes and all this other shit, you know what I'm saying? Mm. So she ended up uh, just one day, like I said, she just wake up one day and just, <laughs> just decided she was going to take my son. She just grabbed him and tried to walk off with him. So I grabbed him and shit and uh, I grabbed her called the police so she called the police so i called the police too you feel know I me mean? so like, <laughs> we both gonna be on the phone talking to the police two different police <laughs> so she on the phone talking to them so i'm telling the police the real i'm like man she's on fucking drugs or something bro i don't know what the fuck going on with her man but she trying to take my son and go do some bullshit so they send the police out so the police come and shit they like uh what's going on I tell them what's going on so they like all right y'all gotta separate so i'm like all right so they she like, all right, I'm gonna take my son and leave. I'm like, nah, that's my son. I'm not, I told him the paper I had had and shit, cause I told him I was getting like, you know, care for him and shit. So I showed him papers. He just looked at the paper like, yeah, threw that shit on the bed. Like, uh, <laughs> so yeah, we're gonna let her take the kids. So I was like, what do you mean? He was like, she's a mother, so we gotta let her take the kids. So I'm mm-hmm. like, bro, I just told you she's on drugs. He was like, she we gotta let her take the kids. So they ain't gonna let her take the kid. So I asked the other officer, like, bro, like, what are y'all doing? Like, y'all letting her take my son, y'all know? And he was like, yeah, I kind of seen her eyes. It was kind of like, you know, I was like, and you you telling me this? Like, you feel me? Like, right. it's going to make me happy or something? Like, nigga, you should do something about it then if you seen her but eyes. But they just was... always default to the woman, pretty much? In California. Hell yeah. So they let her take my son. So when she was leaving, they walking away. They was, they was gone for about, like, about two minutes. So I was sitting in the room crying and shit. Basically, I was in the room, the hotel room crying. So the officer told me, uh, he's like, man, basically, since neither one of y'all have custody of him, you can just go get him back. So I'm like, what you mean? And he was like, you don't have custody, so if you could just manage to go take him back and get away with him, you could. You get good. Him. You good. So I'm looking at him. Oh, for sure, nigga. <laughs> I bounced off the bed. Nigga ran all the way over there. Nigga, I was like, for sure. He told me I go get my baby back if I could manage to snatch him back. For sure, I got you. I'm finna do And how exactly old is he? That. My son was two. Okay. Two years old. Right. So 
I run over there to go get him back and shit. They was in a smoke shop or whatever. I ran in the smoke shop and shit. So I seen she had this other girl holding my son. So I was, I'm good at walking up behind people without people knowing I'm there. So I walked up behind him and I snatched my son. So when I snatched him, I was, I, have, I had his whole body basically. She only had like a little piece of him, but I basically had like his, his abdominal part of his body. So I had him and I was trying to run away, but they was grabbing his arms and shit. So I'm trying to tell him, let him let his fucking arms go. You feel me? Like, mm. Y'all heard of my son or whatever. So I'm trying to tell him, let his arms go. And I'm still trying to like push them off so I could just run away with him anyway. Even though I shouldn't have done no shit like this, guys, I thought about it. Uh, you know, but at the you were time, caught up in the moment. I was caught up in the moment. I didn't want that to happen to my son. I didn't want my son to be in the, in the places that he had to go through after that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because after that, you know, I tried to get up out the store with him. So I, I got away with him. I pushed her off and I got up out the store. They they was already socking me in the store. I didn't mention that. When I was trying to get away from them, they punched me and shit. They socked me in the head, all kind of shit. I'm just trying to push them off so I can get away with my son. Police pull up. He jump out the car. He come in and grab me and arrest me. Put me in the car. Mm. He said, I'm taking you to jail. Messed After he tells you, you can go After get After he you. just told me, I could go get my son. Same cop. Same cop. What that's the some, fuck? That's some shit right there. It shit. was my fault because I listened to him. You know, I shouldn't listen to him and shit, but, you know, I caught up in the moment. Do you think he was trying to get you caught up? or? Probably was. Probably. I don't know. I don't know, but... Or did they end up getting you just for the physical element? Like, he... he man, fuck, no, they fucked me. He told me the whole time, they wasn't going to really do me like that. He was like, man, we just going to do this. You're going to get out with two whoop. Man, I went to court. They had child endangerment, all kind of shit. Domestic, they nigga brutal, so on a female, all kind of shit. And I'm like, wow. Wow. They basically said, like, I went in there just start beating up females and shit. Then, you know, child endangerment, like, hit my son or whatever. They hit my son, got him hit in the show. I was like, wow. Did she have to come to court? No. Did you, you did you do time? Yeah, I did uh, 60 days in uh, Men's Central Jail, but they gave me six months. I was kind of thinking I was going to do six months until the homie told me in the county, like, nah, bro, you got to do it all in the county. You've been never going to do six months here. You've been to get the fuck out. <laughs> so I was like, oh, cool, shit. So I was just thug it after that because once I knew I'm going to go home, I'm like, all right, shit, I might as well get you to the program until I go home. That was the last time you went in? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Damn. And so after that is when you started doing more shit online or how how'd you end up like sort of getting known more after all that? Well, after that, I started fucking with the people who basically took my name and uh, I started fucking with them and uh, doing little shows with them and shit, doing a little, little music and shit. So this is like what, a, a, a music label management group? It's a or? management group, but they... they I guess they could consider themselves a music label, but they didn't tell me that. And how did they even find out about you? Oh, because one of the niggas from my neighborhood. Okay. That's, that was his sister. That You had, had just started neighbor. rapping and they just started? I've been rapping. Oh, okay. I've been rapping, but he knew I was rapping. Right. So when I went to this studio that was in around, that was basically in his part of the hood because we from different cliques. Uh -huh. So from where his clique be at, they, neighbors, they saw the neighborhood. That's where the studio was at. Mm. So I used to go over there and he'd see me. So he was like, oh, man, yeah, I'm going to fuck with you. Woo, woo, woo. Right. So that's how that happened. And so you started fucking with him, but how long was it good before I've you... I've been fucking with him since we was okay. younger, since I was younger, because I met him in the hood, you know what I'm saying? So I seen him a couple times in the hood and shit, you know. He was there a couple times, you know, when we was going, like, doing a little shit, whatever. But 
he left and shit to go play football in Sacramento or some other shit, do some other shit. He was gone for basically a lot of years. So, but the whole time I knew him, I basically felt like he was a cool dude. So I felt like, you know, he wouldn't have did what he did. Right. And so, but how long were you fucking with him, like, with the label or, or the management shit before you just started to want to get out of it? Oh, before we fell out? Yeah. Uh, about, about three years, almost three years. Uh-huh. Damn near three years. But that's when I started asking him about the contract. That's when we fell out. Right. Once I started asking, can I see the contracts, everything fell down. Really? Everything. Once I asked, can I see, like, how the money goes and shit, can I see that? It was like, oh, no, nah, fuck that. And so what's, what's the status of that legally? Well, Empire still owned the music to that that I did with them, so I guess that music is owned by Empire, so all my new music that I'm putting out is mine, so... But uh, and they don't take your shit down because usually no, that's what I was hoping matter. they did. But yeah. that's what they took a lot of it down because that's what I was telling uh, you know I went through little shit so I get the shit taken down because like nigga if I'm not gonna get paid for it I don't want nobody to get paid for it you know what I'm saying right. But uh, okay, at what point did you start going viral for just like telling crazy stories on YouTube and shit? Well, they liked what the the stories I told on uh, Street TV. That was how you first kind of got out there. That's how I first kind of got out there, yeah, because uh, I met him through through the dude that I told you, uh, through the dude that I told you I was fucking with. So I met Alex through him, and then, you know, I did a little shit with Alex, and Alex was fucking with me. So people had seen the uh, shit that I did with Alex and shit, so they just was like, we want to see you do your own shit. So that's when I started doing my own shit and telling my stories and shit, because a lot of people that know me, they know these stories like him and shit, like, People that have been around my life and shit a lot, like they know all damn near most of the stories because they was there. Mm. So he told me I should just start my own shit and try to, uh, you know, tell my stories and go up off of that. Shout mm. outs to Alex, man. Yeah, shout out to Alex. He's a legend. Alex, for sure. Yeah, Alex started a lot of people's shit, man. Yeah. Alex, 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 like Soldier Boy, man. He started a lot of <laughs> shit people don't give him credit for. <laughs> nah, a lot of times I'll be going to do some research on somebody and I'll find a fucking 10 year old video that he did with them and it's just exactly. like, exactly. Like, oh, exactly. Like, Alex yeah, OG. he started Alex you OG. too. Yep. Yeah. A lot yeah, of the shit know. that is like super normalized now is shit that he kind of. And I told to him he helped me yeah, since I was a kid. He started streetgames.com. Yeah. I've been watching that since I was like 14. I was clicking on that shit on the internet. Like, oh, yeah, seeing who hood is where, who hood <laughs> defunct and shit. Like, yeah. oh, y'all, y'all hood is no more. <laughs> y'all ain't even around no more. I think it's watching Swamp Stories, right? Uh, yeah. There's a lot of channels, really. Yeah. I mean, there's channels that go Everybody deep in now. the L.A. shit. Yeah. Very specific. How you feel about living in this world where you could kind of just go on YouTube and learn all these different things about gangbanging and shit? I think it's good because people can learn like what really what happened to your ass and this shit. Cause a lot of feel like you no, know, a lot of people didn't have too much information at first. Mm. So now you got all the information. Now what you can see this is your choice when you make it. Like nigga, if you get it and shit, you most likely gonna die or go to prison or you know, you might make it. Do you feel disillusioned with the gang lifestyle, or are you still like uh, uh, an advocate of it? Okay, now with this. I kind of like, you know, I be trying to like just stay out of this shit, but like, like I was in it so much and then I got friends that, you know, that's still in it that I, that I really love and shit. So it's like when shit happened to them and shit, it makes me like, you know, like want to get back into it. But I know like that's not what I'm, what I'm, what I'm trying to do anymore, but it still is like a, a fucking strong urge, man. It's a real urge where I have to go do something instead of be around when shit happens, you know what I'm saying? Cause 
I really feel like I still that's like that's still you know but I won't let it be a part of me no more but it'll never go away and then another thing other gang members not gonna live just ever like just leave you alone most of them will but some people are not gonna you know ever let what you did just go away you know right. they're gonna be like you don't care if fuck you stop gang banging it's like so right and when you shot my cousin whoopie whoop year like <laughs> damn nigga yeah like you're doing all this youtube shit and like doing podcasts and stuff is that kind of weird that you're still in a position where there's people who are just not gonna fuck with you or have a grudge against you just because there's some shit from back in the day but see i'm a real person i don't have a grudge against the niggas who shot me hmm. i spared you know yeah. what I'm saying? So I would I would just advise you to do the same thing. I've been shot twice, and I've been damn near murdered the second time. Mm. So I don't have a grudge against them. I'm just glad I'm here today. You know what I'm saying? So I just feel that was gang banging. That's what we was doing. What was the that most recent time you got shot? The last the last time I got shot you was you, uh, damn, I got, you know got murdered. Yeah, uh, it was July 7, 2014. Damn, what I, happened? I was in the hood and shit. I was chilling on the block, on the 800 block, on uh, the Mafia Lane side in the hood uh shit man i was waiting on a ride because shit I, I got over there i forgot got over there I, I came from the projects i was in the projects with my relative he stayed in nigginson and i went over there and then, uh motherfucking uh i was waiting on a ride to go home because i was finna go to my mom's house and shit she stayed in long beach so i was waiting on to get on a ride to go to long beach niggas kept telling me wait and shit so i was waiting in the fucking driveway standing there and shit and Shit, I just happened to look to my left, and I heard a pow. So then I was kind of like frozen, like what the fuck. So then when I started to think of running, the second shot, pow, and it went right through my right here. Yeah, it went out that side. So I was just like, like a stiff body, like I really was stiff, like. And then I just hit the floor, like pow, you know, my head and all that shit just hit the ground. So as I hit the floor, and I was on the ground looking up. I was still here shooting, like, pow, pow, pow. So now I'm thinking they probably standing over me shooting me. Because <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what's going on. I know I'm fucking shot, though, because I was, you know, I got shot. But I'm still hearing pow, pow, pow. So I get up and, like, I try to get on my feet. I don't. I was thinking if I got to my feet, I would live. I don't know why I was thinking that, but that was going through my head. Just get on your feet. Just get on your feet. I was trying to get on my feet, but I was so weak, you know what I'm saying? So when I got up, I almost got up and my leg just collapsed. And that that was kind of the worst. That was worse than the first one that I had. When I fell the first time. Uh -huh. When I fell the second time, that was worse than the, the first time. When I it fell, like you're just head hitting the ground and shit. Exactly. Cause I just feel like you just bop, nigga. And I just when I had a seizure, all that I had a seizure and a stroke. Oh, man. So I was right there going through all this shit, just like seizure stroke, all this shit. So I'm really just right here, like, and I just keep hearing the ringing sound, like, Dee! so my cousin came over there, my other cousin, he came over there, was uh, holding my neck and shit, cause I was bleeding everywhere, cause it was just squirting out, like, just shooting everywhere. I couldn't see it, that's what they told me. <laughs> like, nigga, blood was shooting everywhere, nigga. So they was holding my shit and I could kind of see it cause I'm kind of see his hand just like, just blood all on his hand. It's just like water on his hand with like blood type shit. So I'm just like thinking in my head like, damn nigga, 
this shit is it, it nigga. <laughs> it's a wrap right here. You remember this is over. So he just telling me, man, breathe, man, breathe. So I kept trying to get up to my feet because I kept telling you, someone was telling me, if you get on your feet, you're going to live. So I kept trying to get on my feet. He said, you can't stand up. Don't stand up no more. I kept trying to get up. Like, I just need to get up. He like, nigga, lay down, lay down. But he hold me in his arms. But he see, I'm trying to use all my, the last little ability I got to get up. So he like, nigga, lay down. You can't get up. So by the time he said, all right, get up. I gave up at that time. So I right, fuck it. I just laid back and shit. And that's when they just start like shit just start like when they say you have the little flashbacks, whatever dreams and shit, all that shit, all that shit uh -huh. just start flashing after that. Just like shoot shit. Shit start start seeing shit, nigga, sitting in my life and shit. And I start crying tears. Start crying tears as I was laying there because I was like, I seen my mom and shit. It was my dad was gonna be sad and shit. Yeah. So I seen all that shit, right? And that's when uh, I started shedding the tears and shit. And after that, I blacked out. And then when I woke up, uh, I woke up a month, uh, almost two months later. Whoa. And I woke up in the hospital. Wow. So the bullet went in your neck and out the other side of your neck. Mm -hmm. And then you try to stand up, hit your head, had a seizure. So you fuck yourself up, believe it. A yeah, no, I, know, more, I, know, I know I did because yeah. I was, But that's the only bullet that hit you? Yeah. Oh. Wow. Damn. How long did the recovery take? I'm still recovering. Really? <laughs> that was probably like like I told you that was years ago. Right. Twenty fourteen. Eight years ago? what's recovery like now though? It's better than it was back then because when it first started, I was basically a baby. I couldn't, I, I just said somebody had to wipe my ass. I needed somebody to feed me. I needed somebody to bathe me, all that. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So that was at least by like almost a year and a half that I had to go through that being a baby. <sighs> so one time, cause my brother was supposed to be taking care of me. He left me, right? <laughs> he, he left me and shit to go hang out with his friends. Uh, so I was at the house and I was hungry. So I got up to go make me something to eat. This one, I was like, I was weak, but I was like, I was like weak enough to where I could have like just made me this little bowl of cereal. So I, I got the bowl. Well, I didn't get the bowl. I went in the kitchen. And when I was trying to think of what to do, my mind was so blank. I just started crying because I couldn't think no more. It was like, I was trying to think, how do I make cereal? How do I make a bowl of cereal? Wow. And that shit was literally hard as fuck, like a fucking rocket science problem or some shit. It's like, I don't know how to make a bowl of cereal and i literally had to sit in that kitchen and realize i don't know how to make a bowl of cereal at a fucking grown man age and i just went back to my room and cried wow because i feel i put this to myself through this too you know what i'm saying was that, was that was that your breaking point you know what i'm saying when you feel like you know what this shit is this game bang shit is over with no that wasn't a breaking point man it's just the more as I started still trying to fuck with the homies and I started seeing shit, it just made me like, I got to live for me, man. Did you feel angry? Yeah, in a sense, yeah. Fuck. That's crazy, man. How much, like, I mean, once you are moving around and stuff, how does your life change from there? Like, it feels like that had to be this huge 
moment in your life like things must have been different after that nah a lot of life was crazy a lot of shit got worse man a lot of niggas tried to fight me after that a lot of niggas did fight me after that you know what i'm saying Cause, how come because i told you i'm out whooping niggas ass up. you they feel me and you be here i'm not lying in the stories mm-hmm. i really was whooping niggas ass at, at skinny weight beating on big niggas buff niggas all of them i'll put you down nigga i hit you on the chin a couple of times you gonna flow Okay, I told you I already had anger problems, so I really, your size wasn't going to scare me. Especially once I got mad, I didn't give a fuck. Like, nigga, don't like give a fuck you with Hulk, nigga. I'm about to get off on Hulk, nigga. You can piss me off, Hulk. <laughs> wow. So, once I, uh, that shit happened, people was like, oh, yeah, I can get at this nigga. Mm-hmm. You can't fight no more. Yeah. A nigga did that. They took the opportunity. Damn. On your own homies. Or just family members, period. Family, homies, both, anybody. Basically, damn near everybody I knew that, you know, not everybody, but, you know, certain people, and, you know, it was some people out of each group, you know what I'm saying, that tried that shit. Like, yeah, I'm about to fuck this nigga up. Nigga, you fucking. Because I'm still got about the same ways. I'm still going to talk how I talk, you know what I'm saying, even though I'm fucking injured and shit. I'm not going to, now I'm going to oh, I don't want to say nothing so you would try to fight me because I'm scared you want to try to fight me. I'm still the same person. So it's like, even though I've been hurting shit, I'm still going to talk how I talk, but a lot of niggas be like, oh, but I'm respectful too. Is, is your mobility like fully back at this point? Man, nah, hell no. Nah. Oh, okay. I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm way better than I was. I can tell you that. Uh-huh. Way better than I was, but my mobility is better, but I, it, it, it's nowhere near hundred percent. Damn. This is a similar story. You know what I'm saying, R.I.P. Slim, but that is a, almost a similar story. What you just told me that happened to that nigga over there too, mm. when you just almost died like right there. You feel me? Like, and it's kind of he said the same shit. Kind of like, I gotta start living for me. I can't do this shit no more like that. Like, no, but I told you it didn't. It didn't, it didn't happen right after that. I went back to game banking after that. That's crazy. I, I, when I tell you all the story about the gas station shit, that was after I got shot. I was still gangbanging after that. It took me to see more shit after that because God, I feel like God knew he needed to show me more for me to leave my hood alone because he knew I loved the hood. Nigga, what more I did you need to see? Because my family first. He showed me what I needed to see. <laughs> what more me. after yeah, that well, did you need that you needed to see? The Man, bullet through the throat this. didn't do it. Yeah, now, see, look, you got you to think of this, right? I'm from Fruit Town. Right. So this is what's supposed to happen basically in my eyes. Okay? I'm a gangbanger. I've been gangbanging. This is supposed to happen. But when you realize the shit around shit and how shit go after that, and you know, and how niggas doing shit, then you're like, mm, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? If I want to still be involved in this shit, and you know, and, and niggas is switching up on each other like this, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, that's when I feel I have to step out. You know what I'm saying? That's when I started living for me. I was like, because I don't want to hurt none of my homies. Mm. I know I will if I have to. I'll hurt anybody if I have to. You feel me? If I feel like you're a danger to me and you want to hurt me, then I feel like I have to hurt you first. Right. So for me not to, I have to remove myself. I still fuck with them, though. I fuck with all my homies, but right. you know, it's, I feel like it's too much going on and too much, you know, shit and people doing shit, you know what I'm saying, that I don't want to be a part of. When you told that one story about being on the bus with the shotgun and the fucking duffel bag, I was there, man. That shit was yeah, you were one of the homies? That was there. Oh, that's yeah. my cousin that was there from Babies. Oh, yeah. He what, was sitting on the other side. What stage in your life was that at? I was, I was 15. No, 14. I was you, still 14. What? That was before I ever went to uh, Juvenile Hall. I ain't even went to oh LP yet. Oh, my God. Yet. 
How old are you now? 31. 31. Holy shit. I definitely didn't think that that story was when you were 14. Man, I remember that yeah, shit. Yeah, a lot of people think I was a grown man. I, said, I was doing grown man shit as a kid, man. I'll tell you, that's why I'm grown. I want to do that no more. I did that already. That's old, man. I don't do that no more. Right. Oh, what I was doing. You was ahead of your time. But time. I told you, he he know he know my cousin like to hang with. Then he, my cousin was thirty six years old, was hanging with every day, mm. all the time. Yeah, I was sixteen. He yeah, was he used to be hanging with us too, you know. I come wait for Long Beach to, you know, Compton. And but we didn't let nobody else hang with us. We only let just me, him, and my cousin. Cause other our other cousins try to hang with us like that. We wouldn't let. Him. Nah, we was on a different level. What the fuck shit. A lot of yeah, we was shit. on we was on gang banging <laughs> shit, you know. We tried to be, and I feel like he shit. molded us, you know what I'm saying? He he did a lot of good molding. Man. I love my cousin for that, man. Oh, he yeah. showed me a lot of shit that I would have known. Free my nigga Dre, free my cousin Dre. Yeah, free Coast, man. Right. Yeah. Um. He showed me a lot of shit I wouldn't have known, and then I was showing my homies. They didn't know I knew that shit. They, How you know this? <laughs> oh, he ain't trip. I'm trip. Right. Yeah. He ain't trip, nigga. Y'all little niggas. <laughs> Y'all telling them they little niggas, but we the same age. What are your goals like? Because uh, I feel like you have a shitload of potential in terms of just being able to really do the YouTube thing, be a personality and shit like that. Like, what, do you, what are your goals? What are your plans in that regard? That does all my goals to uh, try to push my YouTube channel forward and try to do like you know all the all the little shit I'm, I need to do with the YouTube channel to make it better. And uh, like I said, I, I'm not a gang banger anymore. I'm still a gang. I mean, I'm not a gang banger anymore. Mm -hmm. I'm still a gang member. I'll always be a gang member. But you know. I'm about my business and I'm trying to, you know, do the YouTube shit and do do my music and uh, modeling, clothing, all this shit. I got I, I got a lot of shit I'm into. Who you been modeling for? Uh, the homie West Poppy. Okay. Mm-hmm. A little uh, photographer dude from LA, my, my homie, shit, West Poppy. We got to get him uh, a Gucci ad or something. Yeah, get him in there. Balenciaga. I can see it. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> you can see the Gucci. Why not? Like you said, they like them skinny I mean, they niggas. Like, they like oh, it skinny niggas. Pause. Pause. Crazy. They like it going. When I was in uh, camp, this uh, staff named Miss Sanchez, she told me that. She was like, you should stop gangbanging and be a model. Yeah. I was in camp in hall. Her name was Miss Sanchez. She told me, Ellsworth, you too fine to be a gangbanger. That was her telling you that she wanted to fuck. Yeah. She could have told me that, though. You know what I'm saying? She know I'm a straightforward nigga. No, I'm a straightforward nigga. She didn't talk to me too long. She talked to me long enough to know you got to tell me. Nigga, I want to fuck. And I was like, for sure, I want to fuck too. That must be a weird moment in a dude's life when he realizes he can be a model. I never had that. I always been too chubby. Man, fuck out You got to be in good shape for people to look at you and be like, he can model. First of all, right? I was in Camp Mini Hall. They workout routine was like, uh, like uh marines mm. so we worked out like the marines so i was nigga i was cut the fuck up chills and all <laughs> kind of shit you know what i'm saying right. with the looks too so she was like oh yeah you should be a model boy then i was winning little shit you know i went little races and shit basketball tournaments she was rooting for me elsewhere <laughs> now you should have gone and did what you had to do with that man <laughs> she should have told me something <laughs> she could have called me after that like, when you get out of jail like, oh you know my number called me she went she had a husband anyway, so she probably didn't want me anyway. Right. Well. He was just telling me the truth. You can always get extra dick, you know? No, yeah. She well, seen some good dick in that camp. She was like, I know you got some good. You skinny, too? You skinny, boy? Working out skinny shit? Boy. Ooh, I know you got some dick. Fuck. I would have for sure gave her some in the little back rooms. I would told Miss Sanchez. Uh, <laughs> she was bad, I'm telling you. She was a little yeah. older masculine lady, but she was fine. I'm telling you. Yeah. Fine, motherfucker. What's your perspective on the streets these days in terms of 
the advice you would give to like a young kid in early teens, like thinking about fucking with the shit or whatever? Like, like how has your perspective on all that evolved? I feel like it's you got choices. Like my uh, dad told me and my mom told me, you got choices. So if this is your choice, you make sure you do it to the fullest mm. and don't do it to the least. If you're gonna be a gangbanger, be a gangbanger. If you're gonna be a basketball player, be a basketball player. Don't do both. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Cause even I messed up trying to do both. I told you, but see, doing both helped me. But I'm saying, if you're gonna do be a real game banger, just be a real game banger. If you're not gonna, you don't want to be a game banger, don't be a game banger at all. If you're not gonna be a real one. Mm. You know what I think motherfuckers should start doing? They research. Cause it's, yeah. I feel like when you get put on a gang or you want to be from a gang, it's just like you should know why you're beefing with that nigga. It's cause some, cause you doing you in the game, you get put on, and then this whole time you don't know why you mad at them niggas. You don't got no history. You, you know when you, you learn know. that when you, you go to dark. jail. You don't. Yeah. You gotta go to jail. And then to you gotta that. go to jail. You learn. You see, and you say, oh. Cause niggas in jail will tell you, nigga, we only beefing with you niggas because woo woo woo. Cause somebody in there know the history. They gonna tell yeah. you, nigga, we only beefing because of this. You oh. join a gang before you learn to really Google shit. Yeah, right. basically, you got to join Before the game first. Then you, know? you Google. After you join the game, you got to get put on first. Then you go to Google. What am I going to get into like, while I'm involved? Should shit? I be from Fruit Town? Let me see. These niggas over here, uh, I don't know. I mean, yeah. that's what I said. Some shit. people do. Some people do. Yeah, they really I'm telling Google you, the gang they I, mean, be I from. think this day and age right now, so yeah. much shit going on, so many technology. Like, bruh, I think motherfuckers shit. At least do they research it, and I think it is up to older homies and motherfuckers. Like, bro, this is why, and this is this happened, and this happened because motherfuckers really don't know. It's just like, hey, fuck who? All right, for sure. It's yeah, lit. you got to talk to the older homies though. A lot of people are scared of the old homies. You can yeah. see it like when you when you see the older homies and you see young homies, you only see certain young niggas go talk to the older niggas. Mm. A lot of mother young niggas just stay on the side. They they don't feel like they have done enough because some of them haven't. But at least back in my nothing days, in common. yeah, nothing in common. He's like, I can't go talk to him. We don't know about you know what I'm saying. So I'm stay back on here. But certain niggas like me and other niggas, you know, and this shit, and mm. we didn't fuck with the big homies for years because I grew up fucking with big homies and shit. And even after I wasn't fucking with my relatives, I was fucking with certain older older homies from my neighborhood. You know what I'm saying? So I would always go over there and talk to them. So I would always know why shit was started and shit. So I would be able to tell my young homies, nigga, this is why this shit happened. Nigga, nigga, the motherfuckers did this and they did that. And so if you want to go do something about that, and that's your choice. If you don't, then shit, let it go. The question yeah. is, like, if you have, like, a 12, 13-year-old son, do you try to hide that shit from him? Or do no, you I'll tell put him? it right in his face. Make him watch all the Swamp stories, really, like, just show him. Because then he could kind of see... Oh, this is the end point of this. This this shit don't really work out for that many people. Mm. Yeah, I would show him. I already got family I could show him, and I would show him shit like that too. Mm. So he would know, man. Shit, if you if you feel like, cause I'm telling you, a lot of it's like the lottery. I basically won a lottery, made out of this shit alive. You know what I'm saying? Been going through gang wars and all this shit. That's the lottery. Mm. I basically should be a rich motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> when you, if you if you're not gonna beat the lottery, you're gonna be dead or in prison for life. Mm. So you got to understand that, nigga. This is a lottery. Do you want to jump in this lottery? It's like uh, what they call it, Squid Games? <laughs> but they ain't had no choice, but you know. So it's like, nigga, hey, nigga, you can do this shit, you don't. But, nigga, at the end, if you don't do this shit, you're going to be dead or in prison. For when you're young, life. it's like, this nigga hater, bitch ass. Yeah, nigga. yeah, a lot of people. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, stand uh, yeah. Yeah, like, get your punk he ass out of here. But it's just like, when you, you start getting older, it's like, hey, damn. But that's why I said they got to go to jail first. You gotta go to jail. Damn. Really, what jail show you, man? Even though they treating you wrong in there, they really showed you, like, nigga, 
y'all gonna y'all gonna have to be friends because we the jail ain't the people in jail ain't your friend mm. you're gonna realize that real quick like oh they they not our friend they got us against each other they trying to make us kill each other like we pit bulls in the backyard uh-uh when you see you a pit bull in the backyard and you get in there you're gonna want to quit nah uh-uh I ain't no damn Rottweiler. <laughs> this shit, mm -mm. Yeah, you're a big number. Exactly. That's you're a number. You, yeah, no, but they do that. They make niggas fight each other. Oh, set up fights and all that shit while you in there. That shit is big business for them. They like that shit. They dig hard off that shit. Oh, yeah, I mean, the big crip that killed everybody fight the other big blood that murder everybody, see who's gonna win. <laughs> like, no, 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 fuck that. No, I'm not about to be in that, no. Jeez. I'm not no damn dog, my nigga. Mm -mm. That's basically what they're doing. So that's why I jumped out. I said, no, I don't want to go ever be put back in prison if he like that. So they could just have me fight niggas. And they start riots like that, too, and start other shit like that. They start certain shit so niggas can start fighting because they hate seeing peace in there. A lot of times niggas be peaceful in there. They see peace in there, they finna stir it up. Mm -mm. So steal his shit. If somebody steal something, do something so niggas can start fighting in here. I don't want to see y'all niggas in here kumbaya and shit, talking about we friends. Mm -mm. Yeah, that's crazy. Damn. Um, all right, so what, what should people uh, tap in with if they want to follow you on YouTube and everything? Tell them where to hit you. Uh, follow me on YouTube at Stoner from the Town Official and follow my podcast, the Town Business Podcast on Street TV. Uh, follow my music on my on my page, Stoner from the Town Official. Uh, my Instagram is Stoner from the Town. Uh, you gonna put the, put it up in your little thing? Yeah, we'll throw a uh, link in the description. Okay, okay, yeah. The, uh, my Instagram is starting from the town, and shit. Uh, DM, DM me, man, if y'all got some little plays or something about some engineers or something. I'm looking for an engineer, an R&B engineer. If y'all got any R&B engineers out there and shit. You been making R&B music now? I been mm -hmm. making R&B music. Oh, okay. I make rap. And I'm an artist. Basically, I'm like, yeah, I'm not a rapper. I'm like, people be saying he's a rapper. I'm like, no, I'm an artist. He got shot the neck all type of shit. Gonna come out here and start singing. No, that's what that's what a lot of people don't know. I took a shot to the throat and I start singing after that. That's people don't know that. People don't know that. And you a model? And I model. He be like, oh my gosh, that's a cool way to change your life, man. Hey man, hey, that's God, man. Cause I always believe in God. Glad, thanks to my granny. I'm glad she made me pray all them damn times when I was a kid because I damn near hated her for that because I had to always go over her house and be in the damn Bible all day, go to church all day, just didn't get nothing but church and Bible all day. So I was really mad at that shit, but it got me closer to God, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, I was like, I see this shit God shows me. So a lot of people don't don't really see what God's showing. They just be like, mm, I think that was a coincidence. I was like, nah, God was doing that to show me something, okay? Nice. That's there it is. Work. Yeah. Jay Stone. Stoner from the town. Appreciate you, man. No jumper, man. Thank y'all for bringing me on, man. I appreciate y'all the most, man. No doubt. You got yeah, a lot same. of talent, man. I think you got a big future ahead of you. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, me and Jay Stone finna work on something, too, man. Uh, Jay Stone from the 60s, man. Man, finna, put, finna do something soon, man. Oh, really? All right. That's good. Because yeah. otherwise, if y'all weren't cool, then you would definitely end up beefing over that name. <laughs> no, I told you. We got cool in prison. Yeah. We was in prison in uh, Arizona and La Palma. Right. So, uh, we his his big homie, Baby J Stone. He had a music class. Right. So we met in a music class. So then we realized, okay, we both hard ass rappers. And he was like, come to my cell and shit. We could rap, we spit some raps and shit. So I just go to his cell. We used to rap and smoke weed with each other and shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Different little parts of the day room and shit. Go smoke weed, chill with each other and shit. So what should we title this? Stoner from the town. You think? Yeah, cause I don't want niggas getting confused. Stoner from the town, man. Fire. Gang. Yeah. Gang. Appreciate gang, you. Gang, gang. Thank you guys for uh, sharing 
some real ass shit, man. We appreciate it for real. Thank you, man. Hey, man, you had me in this motherfucker crying and shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's real mm-hmm. shit right that's real there. Shit. He yeah. might have been the first nigga that cried in this bitch, huh? Man. They've been getting me in my feelings lately. Ever since I had a kid, I've been opening up a little bit. I got a son, man. I almost dropped a tear. Ever since I had my son. That shit will fuck you up, right? You try to act all hard your whole life. (laughs) You can't hold it. You're like, stop. And then you're just watching your kid play with blocks. Like, (laughs) (laughs) hey, I'll be crying for shit like that. Be like, you a punk. I don't know. It's my baby. (laughs) How old's your kid? (laughs) He's seven. Seven. Wow. All right. I'm, I'm still early in the game. One and a half. Oh, okay, yeah, man. Oh, that's the good stages. But no, that's not really good stages. My son was a real asshole at them stages. He got the whole roller decks. He got a brand new one and a 12 year old. Oh, shit. Yeah, I got four just. Damn. Me too. I got four of them. Wow, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. Shout out to all the kids. All the Shout kids. Out to all the yes, sir. All the Probably shouldn't all have been babies. watching this, but. Starting <laughs> to love all the kids. <laughs> all the kids. For all real. the babies. Much love. No <laughs> Jumper, coolest podcast in the world. Check us out on YouTube. TikTok, Patreon, Instagram, etc. Nojumper.com if you want to support. Like, comment, subscribe. Appreciate y'all. Yeah.